Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi and greetings. This is Jai Carr and it is March 11th, 2016. And you have tuned in to Women's Grace and Grit. Today's episode title is, Is Your Spirit Serving You or Has It Gone Missing? So, um, <laughs> this, is, this is where I get to with pretty much anybody um, I work with, whether it's uh, a man or a woman. Um, and in our culture, um, women are the ones that often will be more comfortable um, uh, being willing to seek out help. Um, even though I, I must admit it's not easy for women to do that. They often wait until things are bad or painful um, to do so. But um, I'm, I'm, you know, I know that women, once they get to me, um, are, are, are mostly backed into a corner of their own making, um, as in, you know, they have given up on themselves or given up on a problem or wondering what's wrong with them, um, and really, it's, um, as I tell women, don't wait until you're desperate to ask for help. So today's episode is, and I'm going to read the description, women today are expected to do it all and be it all. And while that may work when you are young or healthy or inspired, what happens when you get overwhelmed or discouraged or need some help yourself? Many women simply keep overriding their own needs, trying harder to keep up with the tasks of their roles and their jobs, which only serves to deplete their health and their spirit. If your spirit has gone AWOL, learn today, we're going to talk and learn a little bit about how you can call on your best support for the many roles and responsibilities you have today as a woman. Learn how calling upon your spirit will lessen your feelings of overwhelm and helplessness for meeting the changes and challenges of the many roles and responsibilities you have in your life as a woman. So the truth is, women are master multitaskers. Um, you know, there's there's the many, <laughs> many jokes, many cartoon images of, you know, a woman holding a baby on her hip, she's stirring the boiling pot, um, She's um, on the phone. She's pointing with the hand that's not stirring, um, as well as you know the the one that's holding the baby. She's pointing and um, the way to you know another child in terms of what they ought to be doing. Um, and this is not um, a joke. This is you know I've been there. My friends have been there. Um, and while it feels really good to do that, and while in some ways we get value and um, acceptance for our worth by doing that. As I said, that works when you're young, healthy, or inspired. Those are states that um, are not forever. You know, we're not young forever. We're not healthy 24-7, and we're not always inspired. So what happens when the reality of what we are multitasking and expecting of ourselves and 
and willing to say is you know what we need to extend um, for our value, for our worth. What, what happens when that all comes crashing down? Well, it doesn't happen usually in a big crisis. It happens in little ways. Um, we do something and nobody recognizes or appreciates it. Um, we do something and the person we're serving grows up um, and doesn't need it or you know, again, it doesn't appreciate it. If we get our value and our worth from our roles and responsibilities, at some point we will be facing the wall going, I feel um, depressed, I feel sad, I feel worthless, I feel helpless, because those are only roles and responsibilities. And I, and, and I say that word only carefully, but what I'm meaning by it is, it's not our worth, it's not our value, it's not who we are. Those are things we engage to serve and to learn from and to be served by. But they are not our intrinsic value or our worth, nor will we um, be able to do enough tasks in the roles and responsibilities we have to always keep our own self-doubts and our, our questions of self-worth um, away. Um, as I said, you know, we're not young, healthy, and inspired 24-7 in a lifetime. So, um, and, you know, a lot of times women, when they realize something is missing or slipping from how they got value or worth um, from the roles and responsibilities in life, they will simply just try more, harder, longer, faster. Um, and again, that's a great way to get to that same, you know, hit the wall of helplessness or hopelessness. So, what is it that I mean by spirit um, and and your spirit being AWOL? What I mean by that is most of us um, were brought up in, in families or in cultures or in, um, let's say, communities that uh, gave really the authority for taking care of our spirit to a third party, meaning... If we went to church, um, a priest would take care of our spirit, tell us what to do with it and what was good and right and wrong with um, our caring for spirit. But, um, or if we're Jewish, you know, a temple, um, for Muslim, a mosque. Uh, if we're pagan, uh, um, you know, um, our coven, meaning we've put responsibility for how we are feeling and relating to our spirit that infinite, ever-present part of us, we've we've kind of outsourced it to having somebody else care for it or tell us how to care for it or have more power with it, more authority with it. Now, that's shifting, but it's a recent shift, and it's not a universal shift. And even if one has shifted it, one is still often relating to an external community, whether it's a New Age community or an alternative um you know, uh, spiritual path or religion that we've embraced when we're adults. You know, for example, uh, Buddhism, um, Sikhism, Jainism, um, you know, a Catholic, uh, someone could grow up Catholic and convert to Judaism, vice versa. So, you know, Protestant. Um, we often, when we are adults at, at this time in history, we are often... Um, we are often switching our religious family or we are leaving a religious family and 
kind of going into the wilderness by herself and, and doing what I call cherry picking. Now, don't get me wrong. By cherry picking, I don't mean that as a derogative. I, I mean that as a, you know, we take a little bit of this that works. We take a little bit of that that works. But, the, you know, one of the challenges with that is when we put pressure on kind of a, a mosaic, it can sometimes not bear the pressure. Um, the pressure of stress, the pressure of really needing to lean into our spirit. Unless within that mosaic we have a continuity of of a relationship with our spirit. Now, like any relationship, it needs dialogue, it needs frequency, it needs willingness to listen as well as speak. And as those of you who who follow me and have followed me for a while, no, I, I think and I think of prayer is when we're speaking, um, you know, we are communicating to our spirit and soul, um, whether you call that God, the great mystery, um, the goddess, uh, Gaia, whatever. And contemplation or meditation is when we are listening to what is being spoken to us. And you need both, again. So prayer is essential, meditation or contemplation is essential, and there are many forms of prayer. There's many forms of meditation, contemplation. But what's important is a continuity. Remember, because I said there's dialogue, a willingness to listen and to speak. There's frequency. So that frequency has to be not only when you have hit a wall. The frequency needs to be, um, you know, say, for example, if you met somebody, say, at a party, you wouldn't then call that person when you are in an emergency, um, well, you might, but it might not be very effective. You would more likely call on someone you had a had a had established a relationship with by um, knowing each other over time or over more than that initial meeting. So, prayer and meditation, contemplation, dialogue—that dialogue of speaking and listening um, to your spirit and soul—needs to have frequency as well as it needs to have legitimacy. That's the third thing. Legitimacy meaning that voice, that quieter voice you hear within yourself, it's always quieter, it's always immediate. One needs to then give it legitimacy. And legitimacy allows one to actually be willing to take action, inspired action I call it, on behalf of what one has heard. Um, when asks, you know, what is the answer? What what can I do? Um and again, that takes practice. It's like any language. You don't walk into a, a beginning French class and expect to understand conversational French. Um, you work at it. And as you spend more frequency and willingness to listen to the teacher, as well as ask your questions as you're learning the language, um, you will get there. So we have the willingness to to be in relationship, we have the willingness to develop that relationship, and we have the willingness to give legitimacy to that relationship. You know, not unlike when your good friend tells you something that's pretty blunt and you really want to push back and say, no, that's not true, you're wrong. What would happen if you just said, okay, I may not agree with that, but at least let me be willing to to receive it and dialogue or entertain it or try it on, right? So, that's what I mean by your spirit um, serving you. It's it's available. It, it's part of our experience as humans. 
we are hue, the light of the soul, and man, meaning the physical body. If we simply use our mind and our five senses to live this life, especially now in these very, very volatile, changing times, we will hit helplessness and hopelessness um, and despair pretty quickly because it is not a five-sense world. We are missing the most powerful part of us, the part of us that has a very big bird's-eye view of life, of us, and, and is the expert, really, in going from a birth to a death with purpose and with, with satisfaction, especially for women. We as women were given this very precious gift of creating another human being within us. Um, and for me, we are master creators, right? We are the most masterful creators on the planet. And when we respect that and value that and treasure that and honor that, what comes with that is the ability to really tune into what is given to us to care for such a gift, to care for that power and responsibility of bringing in the next generation. I call that infinite wisdom within or the golden, um, you know, the sacred temple within, the golden light within. Um, But, you know, I want to be clear for me, spirit and soul are as tangible and as practical and they're meant to be in the grittiness of life as much as my intelligence and my intellect is and my experience and my community. It's not something to be reserved for only happy times or holy times or you know, non, what I call non-gritty. It's why I call it grace and grit. We have tremendous grace as women. We are, you know, we're given that grace and that power and that responsibility and we live we're having an earthly experience to be gritty with it we're meant to be you know putting some skin in that comes through us through our spirit and soul so um so i'm going to wrap it up this is that newer format um where i'm doing um trying for um you know probably four or five six episodes to see what it's like to do a 15 minute spot but I really call on you to take action. This is the thing that changes everything. If you are discouraged, if you're despairing, if you're feeling helpless, hopeless, overwhelmed, take action. Reach out. You know, um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I've been working with a relationship with my spirit and soul for over 40 years. I still get discouraged. I still despair. I still get helpless and hopeless. But what I've learned is I take an action. I call up, you know, my teacher. I call up a mentor. I pull out that book that always inspires me with its passages and its quotes and its reminders of who I really am. I take action. And it don't always feel like it, but any action taken towards basically saying, no, this is not my natural state, this is not the state I agree to continue in, will bring you relief. So I really invite you to... Um, go to my website, and on there, there is a contact me, which when you click on that tab, it will pop open a place where you can schedule a free exploratory session with me. where We can meet each other. I can um, you know, share more of how um, I view the power and grace of women and, and what gets in our way and what, what are, you know, what are the many easy, simple um, 
ways to then get out of our own way. Um, but you go to my website, J-A-I-K-A-U-R.com. It's free. It's private. The online um, questionnaire is simply so I understand what it is you want to focus on. But but don't. Don't think these are hard times, these are changing and scary times. Yes, they are. But you're you're an infinite being. You're a goddess walking on the earth. Simply engage even one step of that and that next step will be easier and easier and easier. So I wish you well and blessings and um be back in a couple of weeks. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.